0: Gentlemen, what horror franchise would you like to see made into a video game, and what kind of game would it be?
1: I got this, Mark. Hold my beer.
2: All right. Holding. Resident Evil. What? Boom. Dude. Why oh, fuck with the
1: classics? Can they get me better? <laughs>
0: Did you just make that up?
1: Oh, that movie should be a video
2: game. Yeah. We, I'm just saying there should be seven of them. They should all be <laughs> grossly different. So you want a film, you want a game adaptation of the film series? No, I just want to play Resident Evil. I, you
0: know, I would be, I, I would be way surprised if there isn't a Resident Evil, the movie video game already. I don't think
2: there is. Well, be surprised because it doesn't exist. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. You they feel think like, they would have, right?
0: In PlayStation 2 days, they were just throwing everything they could well, on they, those discs.
1: There's <laughs> elements of like the movie that kind of got adapted in. Into some of the later games, but Hmm. nothing like direct like from the movies. Wow.
0: All right. I'm glad. I'm
1: happy about that. I'm very
2: happy about that.
0: Uh, You just picked Resident Evil, the movie, the video game. I just want
2: to play Resident (laughs) (laughs) Evil. Well, you can do that, man. They're everywhere. They've re-released number four on every Then I've set myself
1: up for like, you know, happiness.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's easy. It it couldn't be easier. Dude, that's some low-hanging fruit. Let's go. What do you got, Mark? For real. Okay, so your question had me thinking, okay, what are some of the horror movies that have been adapted to video game so yes. far right we've got two friday the 13th games one on nintendo one oh on boy here consoles. we go you hush <laughs> i'm talking here we're
0: going through the history
2: <laughs> i know thanks john
0: it all started with atari
2: yeah actually texas chainsaw massacre there was an atari version nightmare on elm street that was an nes game and we haven't seen one of those since yeah so I'd i'd be interested to see one of those but that's not my answer okay there's the dead by daylight games that has like every horror slasher monster in it uh-huh including Freddy and like Jason an, and Leatherface. Look
0: at that. Okay. Why don't we focus on what we don't have? Yeah, so don't don't, then, no, uh, no, no. The thing Let's you keep want. talking
2: about what there is. Um, okay. Shrimp I'm, scampi, shrimp kebab, <laughs> shrimp cocktail, shrimp. <laughs> All right. I'm going to make GTA. Okay. Graboid Tremor attack. Oh, my God. Wow. I want an open-world Tremors game. Oh. Can you imagine? The game starts out like a Vice City or Mm -hmm. a a San Andreas-style city. It's totally populated. And then on G-Day, when the Graboids attack, people start dying off left and right. And it's completely random. So as the game progresses less and less people are available to talk to and take quests from. There's
1: uh-huh. <laughs> less and less things to do in your game <laughs> Well, you
2: survive. On. It becomes more of a survival game as it goes along. It's like, hey, can you go ahead and pick up this package and take... Oh, he just got eaten. I guess that side quest is no longer available to me. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? And also, the graboids will continue to evolve as time passes, right? Because mm-hmm. there'll be the worms and then there'll be the runners and then there'll be the ass blasters. And Of course, the gotta more get time, the ass blasters. Yeah, the more time the game progresses that you're just gonna have multiple different types of graboids i think that could be a lot of fun
0: could be it could be like a Duke Nukem style game, too, where you uh, just are uh, fucking saying sarcastic shit while you kill Graboids all day.
2: Sure, why not? We'll throw in throw some that in like that. Throw that in that, too. Yeah. But anyway, I would like to see a Tremors game. I think it'd be cool. Okay. I want DLC where you can change the NBA hat of Michael Gross. Oh, they <laughs> oh, would definitely
0: <laughs> charge you 50 bucks a hat.
1: <laughs> what was his hat? What was his team? It was the Atlanta Hawks, yeah.
2: originally. It's just going to be 37 Atlanta Hawks hats. <laughs> like You won't have an option to pick your own team. <laughs> oh boy dlc trimmer seven coming soon
0: yay not really though
2: it's gonna be set on an island where you can pay money to go hunt graboids it's called island fury Tremor seven
0: i wish i could unknow that
2: well you're gonna know more <laughs> as it as we continue along john what's your answer
0: um well you kind of already touched on it i would like a friday the third or not uh nightmare on elm street game rather i think it could be like a assassin's creed type game where there's like a Daytime where you're trying to figure out how do you kill Freddy and then at night you go sucked into weird fucking dream mode and you have to survive you know 20 minutes or whatever in dreamland uh, where all the crazy shit happens and then you go back to daytime game where you're you know a student trying to figure shit out uh, that'd be I think a fun game what about a point-and-click adventure I'm just so bad at point-and-click adventures, so... You're bad at (laughs) point-and-clicking? Yeah, yeah, I can't... It's really the clicking that gets me. I can point, but I'm like, what do I do?
2: I mean, those games can be really obtuse. Like, I gotta click on every pixel of this screen to see which one's interactive, so I get it.
0: Yeah, did you pick up the pineapple in level one? Because you're gonna need it in level
2: 12. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, better start over. Yeah. Yeah, so what kind of game is it? Is it gonna be like a third person, first person? I
0: imagine third person, yeah, like over-the-shoulder type game. Yeah, like Assassin's Creed is kind of how I pictured it.
1: Honestly, I really like that idea going into like instead of going into the animus, you know, you yeah. actually go into Dreamland and Dreamland, whatever it is. <laughs> Kirby's Dreamland. And then you actually have to do most of your fighting there and the rest of it's kind of like a
0: like a, a mystery game almost. Yeah, kinda yeah. like a
1: like a almost like a point and click, but just more yeah. kind of like finding things and learning stuff. Like do you have
2: like a sleep meter? Like, oh crap, I better take some more caffeine pills. Food, or oh, when you're awake, yeah. that'd be good. You have to keep your awake yeah, yeah, yeah. meter up.
0: Yeah, otherwise, yes, that is exactly it. But then if you're awake for too long, you start taking micro naps, and then Ooh. you might suddenly get sucked into the dream world. Ooh, you lose a power if you yeah. get sucked in. Oh, yeah, this game's right in itself.
2: Hey all you creatures from cyberspace, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark, again joined with John and Garrett. Fellas, how we doing today?
0: It's another day.
2: One of these days we should just refuse to answer him and see what he does. Oh, good call. I'll just do this damn thing by myself. That's what would happen. <laughs> Show must go on. It's such a nice day outside. It finally is, man. man I want to be out there, but yeah. instead we're in here yeah, talking about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all been up to since last time?
0: Not much. Nothing in really the horror space. Uh, I've been playing uh, something Jedi Fallen Order. I imagine it's probably Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, it's a fun game. I'm terrible at video games, so it's act- I know it was- I'm only playing it at the second hardest difficulty, and I'm like, whew,
2: <laughs> what is this fucking calculus but uh but i'm having fun put it on the difficulty that the game plays itself
0: yeah yeah can i just watch, watch it yeah. in movie mode there is a story mode but i am trying to hold myself to a slightly higher uh caliber so i can actually play the game uh, but it's a blast it's really really fun but not horror related in the least
2: no well i'm glad you're enjoying that garrett
1: I uh, you know i bought a video game I haven't played yet what was that death stranding oh yeah that one seems pretty, pretty divisive right now. I tend to do that. I tend to like buy these video games, and I'm like, ooh, that looks really cool, and then not actually play them. How's Nino Cooney going? Uh, never delivered those groceries. <laughs> How's Final Fantasy XV going? Never got past the first mission because I left my car in a town and walked halfway across the map and realized it takes like an hour to walk. You're going to need that car. Yeah, yeah. clearly I'm going to need that car. <laughs> going to pick up that Spider-Man game. Sure, I'm going to probably not be able to play that.
0: Yeah. Your video game library sounds like my Steam library.
1: (laughs) It's one of those things, like, I actually, like, would play every one of these games and probably love them. I just, every time I, like, sit down, like, all right, I'm going to sit down and play a video game. I'm like, I could be working on this, 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 and this. And so it's like, I just find myself playing fighting games because I'm like, I can just kick out a couple rounds and then get back to what I'm supposed to do.
2: I just wish I had more time to play things. Truth. It seems so limited these days. You also do, like, not, you, like, watch movies. You do, like, podcasts. And just quit the podcast, bro. Okay, bye. (laughs) <laughs> not right now oh okay yeah,
1: later
2: yeah. low <laughs> he just cued the music at that moment yeah. you know speaking of Star Wars John the Mandalorian dropped oh, tremendous on top of that Disney Plus dropped mm-hmm. so you've been watching that you,
0: uh, you the Mandalorian, it. yes, I'm all caught up. Uh, all caught up, consisting of two episodes at the time of recording. Oh, okay. oh,
1: I
2: didn't know we could talk about subscribing to Disney Plus. I did that also. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Welcome to yeah. handing the mouse more money. Yeah.
0: You're one of <laughs> at least 10 million people who did that already.
1: I but have we, not signed up. We yet. should just get over the whole handing the mouse more money thing. We're going to be giving the mouse money somehow,
2: right? I mean, the mouse, mouse owns shirt. everything. Yeah. What happened to monopoly laws? Do we not care about that anymore? No, we don't care. I look. I'm, I'm kind of like. You know, I'm getting to the point where it's like they, ha- they own too much. Yes. They just fucking own too much.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Someone's going to own it. Yeah. But I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Disney hasn't gobbled up everything
2: possible, but. Eh. Well, this leads me into two things that I did want to touch on before we get to the movie. Um, Reaganomics. Yes. Trickle down. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, it's been reported that Disney is starting to lock up movies in the vault. Fox movies, horror mm-hmm. movies. They're not going to let certain things be shown at screenings anymore. Yeah, And this is part of the problem that I have with them owning so much and having control over things that they didn't originally create. Like how many of these properties are we never going to get another sequel to that maybe Fox would have? Or, you know, these people that want to go would experience things like you and me, John. We went and saw Alien 40th anniversary. That That was was really neat watching it in the theater, right? Those opportunities may be long gone now.
0: Yeah, that is a bummer. But to Garrett's point, someone's going to own it. And theoretically, we do live in an era where it's never been easier to create content, speaking as a bunch of content creators. I mean, if people are putting out good shit, we'll see it. Not that I'm pro-Disney. I mean, fuck Disney, but I don't know.
1: I don't think Disney's going to miss the opportunity to make money. They re-released Endgame just to, like, you know, kick up, you know, to become the highest grossing movie ever to be, what, Avatar, I think it was? Yeah. Again... I understand what you're saying. I, I hear your concern. I think it is a valid concern, but I think it's it's also overblown to the point. Well, we've we've had that same thing. You couldn't buy three amigos digitally for years, you know, and then just mm-hmm. recently they put it on iTunes, like as of last week. I don't know what happened, but like it just popped up out of nowhere, like for actually be able to purchase. So that stuff's gonna happen. I agree with you. It is it is unfortunate that Disney being Disney takes that stance with some of their properties. But at the same time though, they also have kicked out. So there's some stuff on Disney plus. I'm like, Oh, I didn't think they'd ever release this. Right? So, I mean, I, I guess it we'll was have to wait and see, but I think with horror franchises and properties and stuff like that, they will be more likely to sell those off or get rid of that mm. shit as opposed to like, well, just hide, hide Freddie forever. It'd be like, no, let's just get rid of it. It's, it's easier to sell off something. They have no intention of doing anything than just, not doing
2: I don't know. Okay. You would hope they do that, but how many times is the growing up is like, oh, they're going back in the vault. You know, True. you'll never see this animated film in this well, format that's a, ever. That's a marketing ploy. Yeah. They always read
1: the, the platinum collection, the diamond collection, the signature series. I own Jungle Book multiple times, you guys. <laughs> I mean it's, 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 it's just a, a bare necessity. It's a pl- oh, <laughs> nice. My man. <laughs> I think I think stuff like that we see more of a marketing ploy with, but yeah, I, I mean you're like I said your concern is valid. My concern comes with mostly of like it's going to get vetted. We're going to see less crazy ideas from certain franchises that we may have seen if it was like an independent right. thing. But, but I who think, knows? Like
0: think of all the stuff that Netflix makes and to a lesser extent Amazon and Hulu that are never going to be theatrically released, you know? So we're just in an era where I think theatrical releases just as a whole are going to be saved for blockbuster movies and anything interesting is mostly going to be online.
1: That's a big discussion right now. Oh, I, like a couple months ago, yeah. I saw it like, you know, like, is, is a movie valid if it doesn't go to the
2: theater if it debuts I on, so. I, in well, I on Netflix or and that's part of the reason they brought things like the Irishman to the theater so it could be considered for an Oscar well that
1: yeah. Dolomite movie did the same thing yeah. like it like came out of the theater right. and like the next day it was on Netflix or some shit and I was like that's cool mm, fuck yeah.
0: the Oscars they gotta get with the times dude. yeah no fucking like,
2: shit <laughs> you old crotchety men like yeah. get out yeah. here it didn't show in a theater who, who gives a shit right
0: it's such a stupid rule that in five years no I don't even think it's gonna last five years I think in the next two or three years. It's going to be an untenable adapt. situation. Yeah. Adapt
2: or die. That's pretty much what it is. You right. But this does lead me into my second point is there's just too many damn services to subscribe to now. Truth. Like I looked at Disney Plus and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold off until there's more episodes and more shows. Like whenever She-Hulk and Moon Knight come out, I'll probably jump in maybe around that time. I've got so many options right now that I spend like a good five minutes just staring at my playstation home screen going which one do i pick there's way too much crap
0: yeah that i do agree with and i never know what's on what so that's a pain in the ass too
2: the, the, i think what you're running into though is cable
1: like your <laughs> yeah. cable had the same thing There was so many channels there was like hundreds of channels at one point you'd flip channels for 20 minutes trying to find something you wanted to watch the difference is now as we we've cut out the cable you know infrastructure and gone to a direct digital infrastructure and it's yeah. the same exact thing. It's just everyone wants a piece of that sweet Netflix pie, you know? I mean, Here's- everyone <laughs> wants to do their own thing. I bought a DVD, it had a digital copy, but the thing is, is like I have to redeem it through their service. I can't download it. I can only stream it from their site. So I'll never have like quality yeah. if my internet's not like top notch. Really? That's weird. Yeah. And a lot of places like, um, a lot of the anime companies are doing that stuff too. It's like you can only stream your digital copy through their service. And I'm just like, this is the weirdest thing. But That's no good. Yeah. This We're-
0: bubble will pop. It's un- it's untenable. You can't. know Eventually, a lot of these second tier services will either combine or get you know gobbled up and we'll end up with new monopolies Right, and disney will be there of course but you have netflix and hulu and amazon will gobble some of these there's that
1: meme running around like the internet right now it's all like eventually someone's gonna bundle all these internet services up and (laughs) and it's like oh cable yeah it's like yeah Yeah. we
2: get it bro we've been saying
1: this for years but
2: cable 2.0
1: there's a
0: a memory they're talking about cable brought up for uh you children out there there used to be a channel called the tv guide channel that would just very very slowly show you every channel and what was
2: on how and much time did you waste watching fuck that fuck
0: yeah and then if you missed your channel it. you had to wait till it strolled through everything again
2: yep uh, and that happened quite often oh yeah like, oh <laughs> god dang it i had to talk to mom for two yeah. seconds you and i missed it
0: sneeze or blink and you missed your shit uh, that channel
1: always annoyed me because it always reminded me of all the channels we didn't have because we yeah. didn't have premium we only had basic cable and it was all like oh look at all these good movies and i don't own any of these channels oh same well. <laughs> yeah they
2: were in red haunting you you're not (laughs) allowed to watch me go tell your parents (laughs) spend more money uh i'll wrap it up with this i recently purchased the uh castlevania season on blu-rays because you know i don't know what netflix is going to be in 10 years time true you know you hear about them being so far in debt and now you got disney on the scene it's like well i don't know you know i want that show so it's interesting that i'm glad at least netflix is putting some of that stuff out physically yeah well they're that's, that's from just good negotiation, I think, because there's a lot
1: of stuff you can't buy outside the streaming services, and that's how they keep you subscribed. Yeah, I guess there are content that they don't, right? So there's, I think a lot of it, what it is now is, is I, don't, I can't speak for certain, but I think a lot of it is negotiations of, like, we have the right to put this out. Like Mystery Science Theater, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, they retain the rights to put out a hmm. physical version of it. I don't know if that's, who's, who's responsible for that? But yeah, we're slowly seeing more and more stuff being able to, like, put out a physical version, but there's still a lot of stuff you can't get.
2: Yeah, it's a really interesting time to see how this media and entertainment is evolving yeah. via streaming and everything. They'll
1: sell that stuff though. If they need the money, they'll sell the rights to arrested development to somebody else, or they'll
2: put out a physical I mean, they'll do what they well, they'll do what the industry's always done. Evolve to keep getting your money. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into today's movie, Hello Mary and Lou, prom night two. Was that from nineteen eighty seven? Yes. Sure. My notes shit the bed, so I lost half of what I wrote. So. Ooh,
0: yes, I believe so, because the third one came out in 1988. I don't know why I know that piece of information, but I do know it. We go now to our Prom Night historian, John. Yes. No, I've only ever seen this one, and for the first time ever... What do you uh, think of Prom Night 1? Pro- well, I think that I haven't seen it, so I have no opinion. I You know, I think it came before Prom Night 2. Uh, My understanding is it happened on a prom night. Uh, I believe Mary Lou was involved. And there was just hijinks in the prom situation. You mean with Jamie Lee Curtis?
1: Yeah, that'd
2: be the one. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was in
0: prom night one? she's the first
2: prom night. I think that was like her first Scream Queen. Did you realize how many horror movies she was in? No. Yeah. The Fog? Wow. Yeah, good for her. Hey, Scream Queen all the way. Well, what did you guys think of Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2? I'm so conflicted about this movie.
0: Yeah. As uh, listeners have probably picked up, I'm really getting burnt out on 80s movies.
2: Uh, We've done quite a few recently. Yes.
0: Uh, this movie was like a shot of adrenaline. I can't speak more highly of it. Not in... Let me tell let me you... You t- can't speak more highly of this movie. Yes. Let me tell you where what it doesn't do well. Acting. Story. I'm going to disagree with you there. <laughs> Mary Lou was
1: amazing in this.
0: Uh, You know, logic. Like cinematography. Music was good, though. That Mary Lou song slaps. (laughs) Uh, But what it does do great is just a series of fever dreams, one right after another. For a 90-minute movie, it has quite the ramp. Uh, But then you see the main actress like naked for conservatively an hour. Then the movie just keeps going, and it's great. It's like a roller coaster. You know when you're going up up the roller coaster, and then it it finally crests? That's what this movie is to me, personally.
2: It sounds like you like it. I do. Good. Yeah. I like it. Did you movie. buy it?
0: No, I watched it on Well, I thought I was watching it on Amazon Prime. It turns out I was watching it through Amazon Prime and I was watching it on a service called IMDb TV. What? Yes. What
2: the hell? I know. Uh, Another subscription service no, it free. sounds like. Oh, it, okay. Yeah,
0: it has commercials. Um, but it I did So your ch- movie had commercials? Yes, I did check in it. it was full it was a full video. But here's the crazy part. This fucking service the volume on the commercials was 7000% louder than the movie. We me, my uh, my wife and I were watching it and we kept you know, we turn it up, we are like do do do, and the next thing we know, we're like deaf, our ears are bleeding because the commercial
2: decided it was time to start. It's like an old television trick. They used to do that on network TV, yes. right?
0: It was so bad, uh, so I will never ever watch a movie through that service again. I would rather pay for it than subject myself to that experience.
1: We watched it on Hulu because it was, or Vudu because it was free on Vudu, and then uh. as it like started like going, I was like, oh my god, there's commercials in this. I think we got to our first commercial break, and I immediately went to iTunes and just bought it because I was like, I'll pay whatever it costs to not. have have to deal with these commercials and uh, um, good call, yeah, mu- v- v- worth it,
0: yeah.
2: Well, gentlemen, I hate to tell you this, but you're both suckers. It was on Amazon Prime for free,
0: regular Amazon Prime,
2: yeah, regular Amazon Prime.
0: Let me, here's, I'm gonna, this is going out to Siri. Uh, you failed me again. I just went to my Apple TV and You're said, dead to me, Siri. Show me Prom Night 2. And it was like, open in. Show me
1: Prom Night 2. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, on a list somewhere now. <laughs>
0: uh, and then it opened it up and it was like, oh, you could watch it on Amazon Prime. And I was like, cool. And I said, play. And then it brought me to that bullshit. So uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Siri. Thanks for nothing. Also oh,
2: available, Prom Night 1. Ellen Amazon Prime. Just throwing that out
0: there. Well, but, I don't know if I want to go backwards. I'm forward looking now. Well, Bring me Prom Night 3.
2: Okay. I'll always look back for, for Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, Prom Night and Prom Night 2 are related by name only. There is nothing in Part 1 that has anything to do with Part 2.
0: That's how you know this franchise is
2: awesome. This movie was originally titled The Haunting of Hamilton High, but then got changed, hopefully to get more viewers in the seats in the theaters but so that's why they took the name.
0: Is Prom Night a stro- or was it a strong brand? I mean, you know it had Jamie Lee Curtis, so obviously it but was it like a oh shit, a new prom night movie, like let's go see that? Was any horror movie a strong brand in the 80s? Uh, I mean, besides the big 3, I would say probably Even not. Even the big
1: 3, the first ones, I don't know if they did exceptionally well. I mean, the first nightmare
2: didn't do insane, did it? I don't know. The original prom night made, uh, was a one point five million dollar budget, but made fourteen point seven. That's a huge success. Okay, so, wow.
0: So it was a home run. Did so, yeah. this movie make all the money? Prom night two. This movie made four ninety five. Yeah, it, <laughs> uh, I'm guessing. They literally probably pulled other movies out of the theater and rescheduled them around Prom Night too.
2: <laughs> yeah, as one wants to do with <laughs> famous horror properties. Yeah. Y'all know I love a good crazy 80s horror movie,
1: and this had it all. This was just absolutely batshit insane.
0: That, I, mean, I think it's really summed up like, in my favorite scene in the whole movie, and we'll get into more details about it, but essentially... Uh, <laughs> if you don't talk about the guy who licks the potato right now, I'm going to be so upset. No, that, all right, that guy, awesome. But no, it's... When uh, Vicky's room is like haunted and she just starts screaming, this is my room. Get out. She's (laughs) just (laughs) so calm. Not phased at all. She's not
1: phased at all. Some
0: crazy shit is happening in this room and she's just like, leave. This is my room now. It's like, what the fuck? That pretty much sums up this whole movie.
2: Yeah, WTF. Yeah, this is our second Canadian film. That done.
0: Oh, it's Canadian.
2: Uh, oh, is that, it, you know, It's all falling into place <laughs> now. She tried
1: to bribe the guy with money, and she pulled out that Canadian money that looked like rainbow bright, like PayPal. So it was like I was like, oh, this has got to be Canadian. Like the moment I saw the money, I was like, oh, this is
2: not in the U.S.
0: I was just like, oh, they couldn't even afford real fake money. <laughs>
2: Take that Canadian money. <laughs> well, this movie was not a success. It uh, had a two point five million dollar budget and only made two point seven. So oh. the name, I don't know. Maybe it hurt it. Who knows? I don't know. Tough to say.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. Well, I may have been alive, but I wasn't really aware. Were uh, you in alive 19... in nineteen eighty seven. Yes, I was, okay. but I was not aware of things in nineteen eighty seven. So
2: that's fair. I was six. wasn't aware either. Yeah, I also wasn't... wasn't in Canada.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. What's two point six million in real money?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Canadians, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in this one, this one is directed by Bruce Pittman. Um, I looked him up, and he did mostly television, and he's still working in the television. Good for him. Uh, this movie stars my favorite, Michael Ironside. Love that man. It
0: nails it. Though I don't under, I don't understand his character, but uh, but he, whatever he's doing, it's great.
2: Now, my favorite Michael Ironside movie is Scanners. If you haven't seen that one, that one's amazing. Okay. Uh, Michael Ironside plays Bill Nordum. Wendy Lyon plays Vicky Carpenter. Louis Ferreria as Craig Nordham. Lisa Schrage as Mary Lou Maloney. I hope I said that right. Could be Scrage. Probably Schrage, right? Yeah.
0: Listeners, give Mark, uh, you know, some some slack. These are Canadian names, so <laughs> he's doing the best he can.
1: John
2: has waged <laughs> war on Canada, and we were not prepared. <laughs> yeah.
0: Blame Canada, man. It's, it started back then, so.
2: <laughs> Richard Monette as Father Cooper. Terry Hawks as Kelly Henenlotter. Brock Simpson as Josh. Beverly Hendry as Monica Waters and Beth Gondick as Jess Browning. It's a lot of names we're not going to remember.
0: Yeah, bro i I was like, wait, there was a Wendy in this movie. Uh,
1: so. <laughs> I have I have Vicky's name written as Aaron in my notes for like half of my notes, and then all of a sudden it just changes to Vicky, and I was
2: like, oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> listeners, go listen to our Night of the Demons episode. You know we're very good with names.
0: Yeah, but the problem is a lot. I mean problem in the loosest sense of the word because this movie is a 10 out of 10 is that these characters are all forgettable and (laughs) i may be overselling it a bit it's a 9 out of 10 but these characters (laughs) i love
1: how how much he shits on he's like this was god awful but my god was it amazing
0: yeah Oh, the characters are all forgettable and interchangeable so i cannot remember their names because i never knew remembering would imply i knew them at some point uh, I didn't. I was just like, oh, all right, you're teen one, teen two, blonde teen, brunette teen.
2: You know, I actually had to force myself to learn their names as I was writing notes because <laughs> I just kept like, writing guacamole radio guy. That, <laughs> the know? defining trait. Motherfucker, well, um, that was a potato. He talked about he tried. I know, but in my mind, I'd rather see a walk radio. True. All right, this one on Rotten Tomatoes is a 36% out of 11 critic reviews and a 37% with the audience out of 7,722. that's tight. That's a tight spread. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's a little lower (laughs) than I expected. I do not know what's going
1: on anymore (laughs) today.
2: (laughs) It's all starting because you guys want to talk about video games. It's
0: considerably lower than I was expecting.
2: Here's what the back of the VHS has to say about Prom Night 2. You can't keep a bad girl down. Beautiful and innocent Vicky Carpenter seems a shoe-in for Prom Queen, but Mary Lou Maloney, dead for 30 years, also wants the crown and returns from the grave to possess Vicky's body. After tormenting and brutally butchering Vicky's friends, Mary Lou successfully transports panic-stricken Vicky into a hellish purgatory. With the competition out of the way, hell-bent and armed with deadly powers, Mary Lou's got places to go, people to kill, and a crown to win. Okay. How about that? How
0: about that? How about a spoiler warning in front of that right? one? Right? Um, much like the uh, death spa, Mary Lou's power set is whatever needs to happen. So was that's- it supernatural, John? Oh, this is definitely <laughs> supernatural. I picked that up when she came out of a trunk, which for some reason was storing all of her belongings in the school Prop closet. I
2: have a note here that says, ask John
0: if her power set is supernatural or
2: not. Uh, Supernatural, but very poorly defined. Well, I'm glad you touched on it because I was going to ask you again. What is Mary Lou's power set? Anything
0: that she needs. Uh, So she can, she definitely has telekinesis. She can apparently possess uh, rocking horses. She can pull sheets very, very tight. She can possess people. We know that. She can send electricity through outlets and change computers. Yes. Uh, but she also can wear people like some sort of weird bodysuit because at the end, she like physically sheds her Vicky body to become Mary Lou. Which had me wondering why she didn't do that sooner. Great
1: question. Well, I um, thought at first because I was like, oh, because she looks like a hideous monster. But no, give her like five minutes. She's going to easy bake oven herself into yeah. a beautiful woman <laughs> again. You're just like, oh, well, just fucking do that. She just needed to
2: freshen right? up. And there she was. <laughs> So what what brought her back exactly? This box makes it sound like she just wanted to win the crown. That's what it was. But it, then someone in the movie says she's coming back to torment the yeah, people that wronged the her. The priest they was like la- robbed
1: her of her moment, her moment of glory.
0: Right. So I guess it's important we, we
2: so that's kind of stupid. Have let to me, dissect. Let me, uh, let me say why. Yeah. She wants to come back to win a crown, not because she was burned alive. No.
0: That's
1: part of it. Basically, the, the priest at one point expositions. Basically, if there was something you you didn't finish your mission or like whatever in life, sometimes spirits can come back and they'll like find a way to get what they want. And then and then he goes on this tangent like, well, she's going to murder you to do yeah, it. Yeah. And she's it's like, like,
0: I'm a, he's like, he's such a dick. He's like, I'm a priest. So... You know, I'm pretty much invincible. Eat this cracker, bro. You, you on the other hand, are a lamb to the slaughter. Just throwing that out there. Uh, That priest, man. She's really hoping that nobody leaves this town for 30 years. I mean, she bet correctly. I guess she knew that nobody was going to leave because the exact same cast of characters in 1958 and 1988.
2: You really like this movie, but you don't like, say, like Death Spa as much, right? But these are kind of similar in the story it's telling, right? A ghost coming back. similar. So why is it that this one is more successful for you than Death Spa?
0: I don't know. I just thought this one was more fun uh, than Death Spa in some weird way. I mean, they are very... Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much the same story. Uh, Random nerdy guy for comic relief. Yeah. Half naked, two naked women,
1: you know, in multiple scenes. Pointless supernatural powers from a person who needs to come back and get revenge. A extremely convoluted backstory that makes no sense in the long run. Unlikable main characters...
0: Really, you um, didn't like Vicky Slash, who I thought her name I, was, Tracy? I thought
1: Vicky did an amazing job of acting. I thought her character was so fun. Wow. But to be fair, I also liked um, uh, What's-His-Nuts from Death Spa, um, the guy at the computer, oh. David. David. Yeah, I was like, yeah. we
0: didn't know his name when we were filming <laughs> this. <so. laughs>
1: but you know what I'm saying? Like that—that That is a great question, Mark, because when you said, like, I love this movie, I was like, how does he like this and just hated Death Spa so much?
0: <sighs> I feel like... This movie... Is it because there was exercise in Death Spa? Maybe. You know how I feel about (laughs) exercise. No, I think this movie was like winking at me the whole time. Like, we get it. This is insane. Um, whereas Death Spa, I don't think, was in on the joke that it was. I think it had something in its eye and it was blinking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Death Spa is like a beautiful exercise in 80s-ness. Like, it's so oh. much fun to watch as a spectacle, though.
0: Maybe, maybe it's... A, I don't know. Maybe Both soundtracks
2: a, slap?
0: Uh, true. Maybe it was the <laughs> the mood I was in when I watched it. I don't know what to tell you. Death Spa, thumbs down. This movie, two thumbs up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's another mystery. We'll
0: never yeah, know. the mystery of taste. Are John's
2: <laughs> Reviews Supernatural? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What is John's John's reviews power set. Uh. (laughs) I, uh, I think there's something to like your mood going into certain movies for sure. Um, if you're not feeling it before you even start watching it, you probably ain't going to have a good time. Right.
0: I don't know. Thinking back, yeah, Death Spa really is this movie, except it has lightning. You know how I feel about I lightning. lightning in this one,
2: because remember the
1: computer death scene.
0: No, but her powers wasn't lightning-based. These weren't lightning-based powers. These were no, just but Mary Luke,
2: Grey blew up. She like was made
0: out of kerosene. Yeah, what was that? We should totally
2: get into the plot here. We will in just a minute. I think the 80s had a real problem with knowing what ghosts were supposed to do and what they can't do.
0: Definitely. Yeah, they did not... They hadn't figured out ghost research yet, um, but so... Look, I
2: don't think we have nowadays either, guys. Like, <laughs> look, we have this I f- breakthrough. I feel like... A movie like Ghostbusters did it so well because you knew, okay, there's classes of ghosts. You've mm-hmm. got a class C Spectre or Vapor of course, or whatever. Tears. So there's ones that can only fly through you and slime you. But then you get your boss level ghosts right. like a like a, a Zool. Right. Right. And then you have the head boss is like Gozer, and you know you're dealing with some real serious shit because she's physically in our plane. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It makes sense for yeah, her to have a the bit <laughs> Yeah, you gotta cross the
0: streams. So screen. you know that brings up a good point. There is a distinct lack of sliming in any other movie besides ghostbusters get it together horror movies well this one
2: vicky got slimed well she came
0: out of like a
2: yeah rebirth anyway let's get into it then
0: yeah i would love to know i want to see prom i hope prom night three is what happened to vicky in between chalkboard and trunk
1: well the only character to make a return appearance in all the the prom night movies is mary lou oh so no other characters i I read that like no other characters like go over into different movies i want i
0: want more vicky Anyway, let yes, let's get into the, what could loosely be
2: Vicky called was a plot. So amazing,
1: like her acting in this was so good. Like when she had to like be possessed, I was like, okay, yeah, I give it to you.
2: So this movie starts off in 1957. It does. We are seeing a prom.
0: Now, is everyone in this prom 40?
1: Yes, they were. I have a note that says Michael Ironside's young character is 40 years old yeah, minimum. He's
0: already got a receding hairline. He, he was
2: he was born 40. He looks, like, he looks like a young Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Young, yeah. very loose. You know, audience, you may hear us often say, Well, these teens sure look like they're adults. Well, this is the probably the most egregious of that ever happening. No, they don't even
0: vaguely look like
2: teens. When the principal walked into the bathroom
1: to talk to my Michael Ironside's young character. I thought it was two grown men that were chaperoning. And I forgot that that was our main character. Right. I was like, Who are these old guys? I was like, Oh, they go to
0: prom. Yeah, it's like, How do you do, fellow youngsters? Like, it's that meme in movie.
2: <laughs> there was a scene before this prom started that I don't really know how it connects. I think it was Mary Lou goes to confession. She's like, I've been with many boys. Oh, yeah. And I loved every minute of it.
0: I think it's to show that Mary Lou is a badass. Oh, she's
2: she's full on.
0: Yeah, she doesn't.
1: I mean, we... For a good time, call Mary Lou and puts her number in the
0: confessional. I was like, girl, damn. She's walking around DTF. She needs to slow down. No, she speeds up. Okay. (laughs) Because she goes to the prom with this 40-year-old and she's like, hey, will you get me a drink? And within like... Three minutes. Less than that. Yeah. Like, the I don't even know how he got to the punch bowl. And the point is, almost instantaneously, she's behind the stage, like, making out and drinking vodka with somebody else. She's
1: right. more than making out. She, like, grabs a dude's dick and is like, do you know how to use this oh, thing? Let's true. go. And I was like, Mary Lou, like, you have yeah. a whole night ahead of you. <laughs> no, like, dude, she went zero to a 100. Real quick, I feel like she would totally just let them gangbang her on stage. like
0: that's how like crazy she I was. believe it. yeah. if if yeah, if old man Ironside had to say oh, <laughs> ventured to say that, I think it would have happened
2: well, the one she's making out with behind Bill Billy's back, that's Michael Ironside's oh, character's okay. name is Bud Cooper, and he's gonna go on to be the priest. Yeah, that becomes the priest, right. So yeah, Billy comes back with the drink and he's like, hey, what in the shit? You know, I was just gone for thirty seconds to get you that punch you ordered, and yeah. she's like, "Too bad, so sad." <laughs> like, yeah. what? But she just swigs vodka
0: from a bottle.
1: Oh my god, she gets caught like cheating with this dude behind the stage, and he's like, "What's this?" And she's like, "And eh, don't worry about it. Let's go back to the dance." Like, like Ironside's spo- like Billy's supposed to be cool with this. Like, yeah. I just had to get my freak on real fast. We're still having a date, right? And he's just like, "No, what the hell is your problem?" And then but the other dude is like. Bro, don't be mad that I got further than you ever have. And then holds his fingers up to Billy's nose like this is as
0: close as you'll ever get. And I was like, oh, my God, they really do (laughs) fuck with him. But Billy is still like, you came here with me. So he actually is willing to go back and just pretend this never happened. And because then Mary Lou's like, it's not who you come with. It's who you leave with. It's like,
1: yeah, I was just like, this problem was all over the place. Yeah.
0: Billy, uh, big time. Dude, you can do better than this. I know. I know you're balding. I know your 40s. Your options (laughs) become limited, but (laughs) Uh, you're in high school, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Billy.
2: So Bill goes to the bathroom and he's sulking and there's a couple of kids in there building a stink. Bomb, and yeah. then as Garrett looks mentioned, like C4. <laughs> a gentleman of only two years older than Billy walks in, <laughs> which is either the principal or a teacher, or yeah. a chaperone, or Billy, something.
0: Billy looks like it could be this guy's dad. <laughs> yeah,
2: Bill's living in Recede City and he's been there ever since <laughs> junior high, I think. Uh, but they get the, the guys making the stink bomb get spooked and they throw it into the trash can. Well, Bill's like. You know, Billy scorned at this point. He's gonna get a little revenge. So as Mary Lou's being crowned prom queen on stage, he goes up into the rafters, sets the stink bomb alight, and then throws it on poor Mary Lou. And I think her dress was covered in kerosene. Definitely. She just goes up into a ball of fire, and then everybody immediately starts emoting like right there, as she's still alive, by the way. You probably could have saved her if you tried.
0: They make no effort to save her. (laughs) Billy's just like it doesn't even smell. It's a
1: sleepaway camp moment where everyone just yells, Oh my God, what do we do? And no one does anything.
2: Yeah. Right. My favorite part is where Bud Cooper, he's just like on the stairs, like slamming his fist <laughs> down, like, Why God, why?
0: <laughs> 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 oh. Just go save her.
2: If she's
1: only a- one <laughs> knew if only someone knew how to put out a fire.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, she burns alive. Yeah. And I guess that what sent Bud into the to the priesthood. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. this event.
0: Right, and there. are... I mean, I know is the fifties, so rules you know hadn't been invented yet. But
2: <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> Billy just goes on to become the principal of this school. There is no repercussions for the fact that that is first degree murder. Like he. Well,
1: manslaughter maybe because it somebody was kind on, of... Uh,
0: it was premeditated.
1: Well, no, he didn't mean to light her on fire. Right. I'm not going to quibble over the le- <laughs> le-
0: legality of like setting a woman on fire but at prom. point is he should have been in jail and definitely not allowed around children.
2: Well, this is a common theme in these 80s movies. Remember Slaughter High? They set poor Marty ablaze and uh, then it yeah. was like, yeah, let's just go to the reunion. And, like no- nothing fucking happened.
0: People must have died all the time at high schools <laughs> in the past where people were going to see these movies and they're like, yeah, I could totally buy that ah <laughs> oh, geez what a time
2: I'm surprised I made it out of the 80s based on these right? movies well it's 1987 now and as we mentioned Bill is now the principal um has an
0: age today right
2: <laughs> he looks he's never looked younger somehow the older actor is younger yeah. Uh, we, we're in a, we're set in a scene at a at a dinner table. You're going to find out this is Vicky's home. And her mother is the wife of the Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that mother, dude. No. Like, well, she made no sense in context of this movie.
0: She thought that she was auditioning for Carrie uh, and was playing the mom in that film. And no one... People were just like, just fucking
1: whatever. Just let her go with it. I think she's mad she didn't get that little house in the prairie role. <laughs> yeah. like, I that's do the, declare. Yeah. That's the level of puritanity this woman brings to her acting...
0: I am convinced at the end of every scene she went back to her well, trailer or whatever she had, uh, and was like, Oh, I am carrying this movie I
2: am, <laughs> <laughs> I am the linchpin. Yeah. <laughs> just fall apart without my performance today. It's just like why? Why? I mean, she didn't have to be in that freaking smock thing. She it was, was to wearing. show that
1: it was to show, like, when Vicky becomes possessed by Mary Lou and starts slutting it up. That was supposed to be a huge, like, this is so different than how she is at home. This is not who she is, you know. Yada yeah, but yada, yada. Mary
0: Lou's so crazy that just a regular parent would have also played that role sufficiently. <laughs>
1: yes, Ugh.
0: any caring parent would have yeah. been like,
1: "Whoa, I don't want you hanging around that kid."
0: She did not have to be. Yeah, to uh, Mark's point, just the most outrageously religious conservative. Reaganomics parent you could imagine. And poor
1: Vicky was doing all right in that household too because she was like, she was still like hanging out with, um, what was her boyfriend's name? Chad Craig, Craig. Um, <laughs> Chad Chuck Craig. Three names. Chad
0: Chuck Craig. Yeah. Was he supposed to be a bad boy? He seemed totally fine. <laughs> but you couldn't see his John's air, slow yeah. air quotes in time with bad boy. Right, well, because it was, I mean, I think he's not he, a very
2: successful bad no, boy.
0: No, I think he had a motorcycle but it pretty much had a sidecar on it like it no, was no
1: no she, the mom was like has he gotten a sidecar yet because yeah. i don't want you, or are you gonna ride on the back of it i think
2: that was a dig either way it's like yeah. you're gonna
1: go
0: to prom on a
2: bike yeah. Jeez,
0: like this guy was not very bad boyish at all he
2: felt like he's a canadian bad boy yeah is that what bad <laughs> boys are in canada straight a students and craig is the son of bill right the principal right principal yeah. bill and who's the mother we never got that information did we was it relevant
0: I don't know. Uh, You know what? I didn't even think about that question in the whole movie. She got set on
2: fire by accident by her
0: husband. (laughs) Oh, that would have been... See, that would have been prom night three. Turns out, Billy is uh, Mary Lou's son.
2: It's just a trail of burnt wives yeah.
0: with that guy. <laughs> Jesus, it got dark. Oh, Why do I find myself in a situation where my wives <laughs> yeah. are just on fire? I think the problem's you, Bill. I pushed her into a garden and she just set a flame. She was in a pool and she just, she's in a pool and she just went up. <laughs> yeah.
2: How's she burning underwater? <laughs>
0: This spontaneous human combustion does not feel so spontaneous, Billy.
2: Breaking the laws of physics by burning (laughs) inside of this water. (laughs) Oh, man. So anyway, back to the sidecar. (laughs) Vicky wants to get a new prom dress, and her mother's like, well, you already have that one from your quinceañera or whatever the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) She
0: could not say the word quinceañera. (laughs) You
2: probably don't don't have those in Canada anyway. No.
0: She was like, you have a green dress. It's fine. Now, do we ever see this green dress? No, because
2: there's a scene later where she's digging through the prop room to find a dress. And I felt really bad for her. It's like, she's going to have to go find some prop dress. I feel like she's got like a church dress. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the mom's like, Your church dress is just fine. And she's like, I would like a new dress. And her dad's like, Yo, straight up, it's prom. It happens once a lifetime. Let her get a new dress. It's totally cool.
2: This guy seems all right. He's not a bad boy. The dad, Vicky's dad and mother, could not be further polar opposites.
0: I would like to see a movie about how they start, how they got married.
2: It was like a arranged marriage.
0: Oh, I could see that. Or I feel like one day uh, Vicky's mom just was like, "You're gonna marry me," and the dad was like, "Okay." (laughs) The
2: backstory there
1: because remember he's like, "Oh, calm down." You know, don't you remember young love like we used to have? And then like she She stares at him like. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, I guess not. Yeah. Like Clearly they had a
2: normal relationship at well, some point. She's
0: like, I've never been young and I've never been in love. So I don't know who you're thinking about,
2: but. He's projecting his fantasy onto his cold, dead wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got to get past the family. We've been here for a while. Um, so, yeah, as I said, they uh, Vicky goes into the prop room looking for a dress and she comes upon a chest. It's a magical chest full of wonderment. And if this that, chest
1: was shown at the beginning of the movie because before the right. prom starts with the 50s prom, yeah. the chest in the basement opens up and, and lights up. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then after Mary Lou burns, it closes as if it's trapped her soul inside of it. That made no sense to me whatsoever. I'm just assuming it's a magical trunk. Yeah. Right. It's got to be. So, it's trapped Mary Lou in there.
0: It's like an interdimensional portal via yeah. trunk form. Yes. And I thought like her
1: prom stuff was in there, but no, it was just her soul.
0: That's what I thought too. I was like, did they just ground up her ashes and just throw them in this trunk? <laughs>
1: they sprinkle her in the trunk. Yeah.
0: like, But no, because uh, Ironside uh, Bill,
1: uh, as a, the, the principal, has the tiara in a oh, locked yeah. drawer. And I was like, bro, you should probably not be hanging on to the things about the, right. the, the <laughs> reminiscing things I'm, about burning a woman. That's
2: evidence. What are you doing with it? I'm pretty sure that the tiara was found in that trunk by Vicky. And I think it somehow ended up in Billy's hands. How? Because I remember when she opened that trunk, she finds the 1957 uh, you know. sash. Sash, which should have been burnt to a crisp. I don't know how that exists. Also
0: evidence. Also the flame retardant
2: retardant chemicals. Yeah, Yeah, the tiara should have been melted into nothing.
0: Agree, because it's it's plastic. Let's be real here.
2: John, you still want to say this movie is a 9 out of 10? We're finding a lot of holes right up front.
0: Yeah, no, that's what makes this so amazing (laughs) is that they... This movie should have been called Holes. Look, (laughs) this script, I'm guessing, was written in about 45 minutes... Uh, probably as they were filming the movie, every 15 minutes, someone be like, all right, here's a page. And there's just some guy with a pile of Coke and a typewriter just... Ching. <laughs> 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 I don't think
1: every Film crazy it. 80s movie is all about Coke. I think like some people are just like, oh, this is good. No, it's got to be cocaine. Okay. Every single one. Vicky v- has a side pony. I want to point that out. I love the fact that she's got a side ponytail.
0: I do love... Yeah, the 80s fashion in this movie was spot on. I dug oh, that. Oh, like um, Vicky's friend who looked like... What, what did
1: I write down? I was like, she looks like a... An 80s genie. <laughs> like like she's going to
2: grant wishes. Oh, you're talking about Jess? Yeah. Where, where she like, looked like she was out of like 16 candles or something. She, right? she
1: walked in the wardrobe and said, give me one of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and put it on.
0: Oh, man. Imagine if the Brat Pack was in this movie. Oh. Ugh.
2: So as the chest opens up, the inside of Bill's principal's office, the picture, there's like an alumni photo on his wall and it cracks right over Mary Lou's face. Yeah. And he's like, oh. That's not cool. (laughs) This is when Vicky opens up the trunk, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, So I think that's when we can... Safely assume Mary Lou is brought back in from the ghost world into ours. Right? Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I thought, but I don't think that was when it happened, though, because
0: well, it's the, not when Vicky was possessed.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Mary so
1: Lou's
0: out of and about
2: she in re-
1: spirit. She form. was released into the ether. <clears throat>
0: yes. She's okay. an
1: ethereal Mary Lou. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so you can call her EML for now. She was. She was free of her <laughs> trunk.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So as we mentioned, kind of like a genie.
0: Yeah, that's true. She's going to grant her three slutty
1: wishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> um, so as mentioned, uh, Vicky has a friend named Jess, and then they're hanging around art class, I guess, at some point. And then Jess runs off crying to the bathroom. Yeah. And Vicky follows her in there, and then Jess does some, probably the best acting in the film.
0: Yeah. This scene felt like it was from a different movie.
2: Right. It felt like it was out of 16 Candles or, yeah. or like a, some like, John Hughes film. Like right?
0: a good movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And then she reveals like she's pregnant and there's a whole story about like, oh, I love this guy, but he hasn't returned my phone calls or whatever. it was like 80s ghosting. And then we get uh, the first haunting of Mary Lou. Like, as you mentioned, Garrett, Jess has dressed herself of one of everything and she's wearing a (laughs) cape now.
1: (laughs) What's funny about that, though, is there's one of the characters says 1957 was not a good year for capes.
0: Or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I remember that line. Because they're That's looking at right. pictures. They're looking at yes. pictures, and they're like,
1: 1957 was not a good year for capes. I was like, what a weird line. When but was a good year for capes? I don't know. The 30s? I was thinking like 1857. The odds, yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, who knows? But yeah, so anyway, Mary Lou is now in the ether, and she her powers are in full effect, I guess, because she grabs... Um, not Jess. Jess, by the scarf, drags her across the room. Papers go flying. All the shit's going on, And a giant paper cutter yes. with the big long like handle with the blade on it falls on the floor. and opens itself up. Clearly, the movie is like someone's getting cut by this thing. Mary Lou's like ghost drags Jess across the floor, puts her head underneath the paper cutter. And you're like, oh, she's getting her head chopped off with this thing. I did think that. But right before the handle goes down. Nope pulls her up to the fucking lights, hangs her, like literally just hangs her. Yeah, The paper cutter is never used. I was like, oh, what a bait and switch. Yeah,
0: it's not a Chekhov's paper cutter.
1: And then out of nowhere, it looks like, okay, that's the death. The music fades, Mm -hmm. everything's solid.
0: And then you cut to outside the building and then it just gets thrown out the window. Right. Man, Mary Lou is sadistic. Why would she need to do that? She was already dead.
2: So this is another point of contention I have with this movie is like, ghosts are supposed to come back Mm -hmm. and finish what they wanted to do or... We also have the idea that they're supposed to get revenge or justice for their murder or right. something like that. This girl has nothing to do with anything. Was the she's cape just she's haunting wearing random people? The cape
1: she's was wearing from is from 1957. Cape. That's right. The cape she's being yeah. pulled by was the prom cape. Because remember the, the the 1950s prom. She's the, like fuck the cape. She's like don't worry about the cape. Give me the tiara. Oh okay. yeah, that's the cape. So she's Mary Lou is
2: back for her full ensemble. Right. So I guess I can put that contention to bed.
0: Yes. So like step one, it is, all makes. Since March, yeah. there's no, there's no plot holes. <laughs> she's here. getting the band together, right? Before she can re fully assume her power, she needs the cape, the tiara, and the and oh, a body.
2: I just remember something also. Jess popped one of the rhinestones out of the tiara, right? How dare you fuck her with her that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. March. She's, like, she's like, "This is really good. Like,
1: really good tiara. It's like real jewels and glass, yeah. which it, is probably why it didn't burn." This
0: movie bulletproof. So, so, so does Mary Lou, uh, evidently. <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll find out.
2: So Jess's death is deemed a suicide. Which really... You I hung myself and then threw my body out the window.
0: Yeah, like... Poli-
2: Great detective work.
0: It's the it's the Canadian police. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Canadian listeners,
1: we love you. Don't yeah. listen to John. Well,
0: here's my contention on that. They don't... Canada so safe and pleasant. They don't have murders up there. They've never seen it. They're just like, huh, I don't oh. know. This has got to be a suicide. Side. So
2: you're saying Canadian cops are bad based on lack of experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's just too safe up there. You're <laughs> right. It is, it is the cape
1: because after like it throws it throws <laughs> Jess out the window, the cape floats itself Doctor <laughs> Strange style back into like a, like a chest or yeah, something. It, like skitters
0: away. Yeah,
1: it like totally Doctor Strange is off the
2: cape of levitation and the jewel pops itself back yeah. into the tiara.
0: Oh, I missed the jewel in the tiara. The thing. Cape's like I'm too young for jail. He makes a break for it. <laughs> I got I life to live. I
2: can't go back to. Jail
0: jail they'll eat me alive in there yeah
2: so vicky is up to be uh she is nominated to be prom queen along with another girl named kelly
1: how
0: was vicky super popular she seemed like she didn't have any friends i'm almost certain they're the only two women in the school and they were like oh jess is dead so it's you two now Uh, we saw how dress was jess was dressed there's no way she's getting prom queen. i mean i would argue how did mary lou become prom queen i mean that she was she pulled the electorate
2: okay (laughs) well he's talking from 1957 yeah yeah, 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 that's what i'm saying she pulled the electorate like she she made some friends oh you saw how loose she was with her morals dude that's what i'm saying okay
0: all right all right
2: probably bribed a lot of people okay via favors
0: i got sexual yes there you
1: go uh which is a
2: reoccurring theme
0: evidently yes but i agree i when i was like wait vicky's gonna be prom queen all right i guess
2: But her competition, Kelly, is a real piece of shit Yeah The fact that right after her friend, uh, Vicky's friend, Jess, killed herself, quote, air quote Didn't actually do that, but she comes up to her and says some, like, real fucking nasty line about Jess
0: The competition seems to be dwindling You two should take the hint from Jess You shut your fucking mouth, bitch! Yeah, Vicky does not play. Yeah, she's she got some fight in she her. She was about to throw down right then. Vicky was a likable main character
2: too, which you yes. don't normally see in these movies. Like I was like, oh, Vicky's not doing anything wrong here. Yeah, I was team Vicky the whole time. We see Vicky in a classroom and she's like, what, sleeping on the desk or something? Yeah. And then we're introduced to Josh, who's up front talking about his science project, which is making a radio out of vegetables. Well, that was earlier before Jess got killed. But yes, Dude. he
1: licks. The, he makes what is it? A potato? Potato radio.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyone,
1: is that true? Can you
0: make a radio out of potato? Uh, yeah, I don't. I think so. I know you can make a battery out of a potato.
2: Do you think that's what it was? Yeah, I assume you have the right components to yeah. make a radio and it's just powered by the potato. His potato radio monologue is potato, yeah. as they were
0: calling it at my house
2: <laughs> as the movie played. Do you think a potato is an AM or FM?
0: <laughs> Got to be AM. It doesn't have the power for FM.
2: Oh, good point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Maybe two potatoes. Can we get
2: into the science of this
0: movie? He's
1: um, he's giving this, like, I'll take over the world monologue. Is it a fruit? Is it a vegetable? No.
2: It's a radio. When I began this experiment, they laughed. Just as you're laughing now. He said,
0: Josh. Josh, potato? So I developed the guacamole radio. But that was no good. All I could pick up was stations in Mexico. The Potato? (laughs) Nature's perfect vegetable, rich in AM, FM, and
2: carbohydrates. Gosh, please. I'm sure Einstein didn't take this much time. Mr. Craven, this moment will be inserted into the anals
0: of scientific history. And
2: I think we all know how painful that can be. And
1: then he licks it. Well, yeah. He like leans down. He's like, this is perfect. Lick. And then he goes back to turn it on and it doesn't work. Can't get your potato wet before you turn it on. You can't get your potato wet before Oh, but it's a glass of water, so arguably you're wrong.
0: Oh yeah. Good point. Okay, yeah. There you so go. uh
1: that can't seem safe water and electricity.
0: No. Mm. Oh, that's why we're not in science class. Maybe that's
1: how Mary Lou got her
0: power. <laughs> Listener. The power right. potato. <laughs> Listeners, tell us about potato radios and what went wrong with this particular one, please.
2: Mr. Wizard, we're looking at you. <laughs> Josh is the character who is, I guess, the computer dork right yeah he's the one that uh, is going to be tallying the votes for prom queen which wait. i don't think would have been done on a computer in 1987
0: no well, definitely the, not the
2: theme of
1: the prom seemed like it was computer <laughs> yeah. because there was giant computer <laughs> decorations and he was all like the computer theme and i was like what i was like yeah. did we, i have
0: a note that's like is the theme for prom literally computers my prom was in 2003 and i'm pretty sure we just did it on paper wait what my prom was oh, in 2003. Voting. We the just voting.
2: voted on, on, on paper. paper. We on paper.
0: We voted on paper. So I'm pretty confident in 1987, they were not uh, computer it's voting. It's a Duran, Duran, Duran song, prom on paper. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, no.
1: So I guess, yeah, I think he was supposed to be there just to make sure that like, because I guess he was the only one that knew how to use computers.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what I had to gather <laughs> yeah. from it. Dude, in the 80s, like computers are still a foreign thing. You were lucky to go to a computer lab in the 80s. Right,
0: I respect that they just used like a real computer. I was hoping it would have been like Death Spa and they would have had a computer <laughs> center, right? And they would have had prom control and it would have had a bunch of blinking lights Prom is sh- mission t- control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <gasps> this
2: um, prom is going to the moon.
0: Right, but, but no, it was just a shitty computer on a desk. In the 80s prom though, did
1: you see the back wall, how much neon they had? That was, Do you know how much that would have cost? Yeah. That would have been like,
0: thousands and thousands of dollars. It was the 80s. Neon was just in the air. They were just bottling it up.
1: <laughs> just, we had an infinite source of neon. It yeah. was the 80s.
2: So Vicky is going to be sporadically haunted and taken into the world of Silent Hill randomly throughout this movie where she'll just be doing a thing. And then all of a sudden, it's a darker version of the thing. And like there's like a cafeteria lady serving her soup with worms in it. And yeah. then her dead friend's head is in the soup. I thought this was them basically being like, because there's a
1: there's a thing on Wikipedia where the director evidently called like, uh, was it Wes Craven, the guy who did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, Wes Craven. Wes Craven, and he was all like, and his words of advice was, give them a scare, give them a hard on, and send them home. And they actually went back and did reshoots based off that advice evidently Mm. where he like added the like the locker room scene finale and a couple Mm. other things but uh, and some of the dream sequences that we're talking about here but all this felt very nightmare on Elm
0: Street to me. Wes Craven gave this guy advice and he's like God it's steal your idea (laughs) on it. (laughs) Well he
1: gave it to him I don't think it's stealing
0: but yeah. He just said give him a scare not what you want to do is make him go into a dream world. Um, Okay. But yes. I like the
2: punch ups. (laughs) No. I think it helps the film otherwise it probably wouldn't be a nine out of ten for you. Right. Those
1: were those were bang up scenes. Some of the best like visual stuff was in those those dream sequences, like with the chalkboard. Is that oh, when yeah. this happened? Or was that later? That was, it's a little bit later, yeah. yeah,
2: but that's an excellent uh, That's probably scene. the
1: best special effects in the movie. Yeah, the creepy school with like the water fountain that yeah. looked like it was like gray water. It yeah. was like ugh. I was like, so gross, but yeah, yeah during, I enjoyed those.
2: For sure. During one of these sequences, you know, Vicky is just going through her daily routine. She's playing volleyball and then gets beamed in the head by Kelly. Yeah. And she's knocked back into the dark world where <laughs> she sees a zombie, air quotes, a zombie volleyball team,
0: right? I don't know what that was about. I think she was playing volleyball. So naturally, at the same time in the dark universe they're playing dark volleyball
1: oh yeah yeah
0: uh, the game's a little different you know in volleyball you got to keep it up in uh-huh. dark volleyball it's more like soccer you just oh. roll it around the ground
2: <laughs> you just kick it with your feet
0: yeah it's the opposite you know
2: well, after she wakes up they're like oh no you're ill and they take her home and her mother says something to the effect of you don't need medicine you just need to spend time with the lord i'm like yeah. oh good
1: oh yeah big Church time. medicine. because the dad's like should we get a doctor and she's like she doesn't need a doctor she just needs to spend time with the lord i was like oh boy she needs
2: dr jesus i was like has vicky been She's been vaccinated, yeah. she. I, I'm concerned for her health. Where did Jesus study medicine, John?
0: Obviously, the University of Jerusalem.
2: Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, UJ,
0: yeah, UJ, of okay, course. Right. He, he got, uh, but the thing about Dr. Jesus is it's a doctorate, <laughs> Dr. J, if you will, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ is what his <laughs> friends call him, but uh, you know, you got to be one of the 12.
2: So, I think now when she's at home recovering after spending time with the Lord. This is where we get the weird haunting room with the horse. Dude, what? This Why don't you describe that to us? G- wait, before you do that, describe Vicky's room.
0: Vicky's room must have been decorated when she was like 11. Um,
2: it never updated Yeah, and it. that was
0: it. Her mom was like, look, you have a horse-sized rocking horse, so <laughs> uh,
2: you don't need anything else, okay? Rocking horse, actual size.
0: <laughs> yes, it is a one-to-one scale rocking horse. Just very pink, flowery—exactly what you would think a child's, like a
2: girl child, uh, room would be like. I don't know what's more disturbing: a seventeen-year-old woman having a rocking horse, or the rocking horse coming alive. Um, yeah. Well, the if rocking horse coming to if oh, okay. she
0: didn't have a rocking horse, it wouldn't be alive. So she's really kind of her own fault. But anyway, not to victim blame too much. <laughs> <laughs> so Vicky is just in bed uh, doing whatever, and some weird shit starts happening in her room. She's gonna sketch oh yeah and she she's drops true. her pencil under the bed yeah so she's drawing was it herself no no she
1: she sits down to sketch in her sketchbook on her bed and she hasn't drawn anything okay. yet and she drops her pencil and of course Com- it rolls under the bed which physics says no she goes <laughs> under the bed to get it and she comes back on top of the bed and mary lou from 1950 drawing has been
0: sketched in her sketchbook and she's looking at it like oh well, this is a good picture right she is not properly shocked for what the fuck just happened
2: did Mary Lou gain artistic ability in the afterlife well, we I
0: don't, think Mary Lou had these talents the whole time and she just never had the proper guidance to put her on a path oh, to basically well, that may we're making a lot of Mary Lou assumptions here uh, <laughs> we don't know her backstory and if she drew I want to I want to give Mary Lou the, the benefit of the doubt
1: she I was, want to
2: say that she had the potential to be a yeah, great person she was just too busy using her sexual talents
0: maybe that's how she attracted all these men with it's drawings the profession
2: in the world right? <laughs> let me sketch you like my French girls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: exactly
2: hate me like your French
1: girls Mary Lou uh,
0: exactly so that was her pickup line so then we pan to this weird horse that we have been going on and on about because if you haven't seen the movie go look up the scene uh, because I don't think we're going to express to you how weird this horse is naturally and then they give it just a tongue they give it a human eye that yeah. starts following her
1: across the room and then she notices that and she's like, like stop looking at me swan yeah. like I don't know what her line is,
0: but like it's, she says something, and then the horse, the tongue—that's yeah, the, tongue, the comes. tongue comes out, and yeah, her line is basically like, "Hey, mind your business, creeper." <laughs>
2: like <laughs> she,
0: she, politely tells the
1: horse with a human tongue and eyeball, "Be like, this doesn't concern you." Yeah. Like, I don't know what she says, but it's she's, such like
0: a like, "Hey, like, not now. This is my room. Uh, I want you to leave." So. Skedaddle! (laughs)
2: Skedaddle. Go on, get yeah, (laughs) shoe. Sit with a broom. (laughs) the,
0: The horse, while admittedly creepy and terrifying. Is still a rocking horse, so it can't actually get to her. It just kind of rocks ominously, if that's even a thing you can do. Unless Mary Lou goes to the horse, which of course she does. This horse cannot get to her.
2: Let's be honest here. After this haunting stops, the next scene should be Vicky with a fire axe to that horse. Right.
0: Well, she ba- once it calms down, she basically goes to bed and she's like, "I fucking told them." And then
1: <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> does. She is very confident in yeah. her. Like, well, I told them not to bother me.
0: I mean, the last i see of those demons vicky one ghost (laughs) the ghost just yanks her sheets down really really tight which this is nightmare all over the place yes and so that that apparently is what it takes to creep vicky out being mildly uncomfortable in her bed because then she finally starts screaming well, she's not just Miley. She the the her satin
1: silk sheets like pin her down flat, yeah. and then you see hands underneath oh, the sheets the groping her
0: all over. I was too busy like, laughing at how insane this was. Full on fondling her, and Aww. then like and I didn't then, know Vicky was sexually assaulted. She definitely is like
1: messed with by those sheets, Aww. and then she gets up and chunks her radio across the room, and <laughs> she's like. Get, as you said, skedaddle. Wait, what did... And, and yeah, our parents her parents come her, in. Yeah, her
2: mother busts in and is like, I was churning butter in the barn. <laughs> what has happened?
0: And, and Yeah. And like, I dropped
2: my radio. And they're just like,
0: eh, that seems conceivable. And all right. She's like, look, I don't know what electricity or radios are, so we right, fine.
2: <laughs> I don't understand your technology. Back to the butter.
0: Yeah. It's totally normal for radios to be across the room in
2: pieces. So while all this is going on, you're, you're, uh, Bill and Bud are characters from 1957 that witnessed Mary Lou's death. The principal and the priest on the WB. (laughs) Sounds like a start of a joke. Um, they're, they're putting things together and Bud's like, like you said, I'm a priest, so don't worry about me. It's yeah. you, Bill, that's going to get revenge upon them.
0: Bud is very confident that he is going to be a-okay.
2: Well, he's not. No. But before he gets off, he's doing like an open exorcism, yeah, which didn't make any sense to me.
0: I didn't understand what was happening here because he is, he's using, uh, so two things. This what? is why John loves his movies because the <laughs> exorcist scene. No, no. Well, yeah. Throughout the movie, they totally are like. Your girlfriend's Linda Blair, bro. Oh, that's Josh. Yeah. Josh is
2: constantly referencing the exorcism, uh, this whole movie.
0: Early Scream here, but uh yes, this priest just has a full-on exorcism but no demon. He's just exercising his Empty house. Yeah. There's no
2: person that's possessed, so I don't know how he thought that
1: would he's work. He's just in church exercising the air. Well, I think he's just in general, like, talking to Mary Lou wherever she is.
0: I don't think exorcisms work that way.
1: I don't I don't know the ins and outs of them either, but uh, I just feel like he's like, I'm going to shoot the moon on this one. I
0: would say I'm pretty familiar with the Roman ritual, and uh, I think you got to have the victim at least within eyesight. I, I'm 99.9% certain you can't just be like, wherever you are, be
2: gone. Uh, Cause then, I mean, that would just be op. Bud's Bible bursts into flames, and I think that's how that scene ends. Was there an incident that was it? The, was it the, the bed incident, or when did
1: Vicky actually get possessed by Mary Lou?
0: When she gets sucked into the through the chalkboard, yeah.
1: Okay, so that's like going kind of tandem to these events,
0: right? The plot is gibberish, and it doesn't <laughs> matter. This is this is important
1: fucking cinema here, you guys. This is going to survive the
0: ages. No, so anyway, Vicky, who is now full possessed by Mary Lou, goes to confession. Well she, you know First she goes to school Dressed all 50s like And that's when Josh I like, thought the order Didn't matter John <laughs> Good point Fair point uh, And she's like I'm doing swell Get out of here You third wheel And it's just all these Weird 50s shit And yeah, I was did she like, say to her friend Like he's mine Slag yeah. off or something like that And I was like Whoa Yeah her friend's like Hey wait up And he's like She's like Be gone thought
2: <laughs>
0: and, and her friend Just sort of Did ske- you say thought Yeah Oh my god
2: <laughs> Well let's Let's talk a little bit About the Full possession scene, right? She's in the class. Can classroom. we get into the possession scene? Yeah, let's get it. Let's that. get okay. into
0: it. Let's possess so, it.
2: Again, Vicky's in the classroom and she goes to like Silent Hill time, right? Yes. The room gets all dark and then she gets sucked through a blackboard. The best scene in the movie by far, which is like a pool of water, and it's a really w- well done scene. Which I guess they had to set up a set around an actual body of water, yeah, and then like rotate yeah, it, yeah, make it look like that. And this she, is one of the reshoots, yeah
0: comes then it's the next day and Vicky quote unquote there's my air quotes you can't see uh comes back to school and that's where she does all this weird fifty shit um, she's officially possessed but, like Mary Lou has taken over the body right and so then she's in a classroom and creeper teacher is she's like oh my experiment isn't working and then he's all fucking weirdly creepy comes up to uh, Vicky slash Mary Lou and is like, oh, that's because you need more heat while rubbing his hand down her back and then like gropes her butt. I must have been taking a note because I did not see that at all.
2: Yeah, it was very strange. Oh, it was
0: really uncomfortable. And also, I don't remember them setting him up to be a creep Earlier in the movie, he was just a science teacher. Yeah, maybe he exactly. knew
2: Mary Lou
1: back in the day. Also, maybe that's uh, he, he was at prom it. and he was like, "There she is. She'll put out."
0: Maybe that's one of Mary Lou's supernatural powers. Men around her are attracted to like her. a Spider Woman pheromone. Thing? Yeah, that would explain okay. the dad thing that happens later. Oh God, but, no, wouldn't. no <laughs> it wouldn't. Wouldn't. But anyway, so the teacher then goes back to you know his little teacher desk and is fucking around with fire, and Mary Lou just sort of blows. And uh, he, like puts his dick on fire. Yeah, the bunsen, She makes the bunsen burner
1: shoot flame in his crotch, and it burns his crotch area. And he's like, whoa, like Hank Hill. He
0: was <laughs> yeah, like,
2: uh, uh, he's like, he like,
0: what the hell? <laughs> and the whole time, her friend's sitting there and sees her do it, and her friend's like, hmm. but the,
2: she doesn't do anything. No, she's, she's literally sitting there looking at him. He's
0: like, that's some weird shit.
2: And then she put like the two and two together. It's like, you did that with your mind or something. It's like, what? Yeah, I did and, see that part where she kind of pieces it together. Like, yeah. I think she may have done that with her mind. I, um, and the next scene is your uh, required shower room. Right. You know, we got to get some nudity in here. We can't have a horror movie in the 80s without well, it.
0: They're in a locker room um, and they get like, completely empty other than them. Right. And they get into this fight about Vicky's being weird and kind of a dick. Uh, and, you know, Vicky's just like, look, I'm Mary Lou now. So fuck you. Um, and so our friend's like, whatever. I'm going to go take a shower. Uh, Vicky gets naked and then all, I mean, really creepy, just sort of saunters into this shower. Is like, I'm sorry. And then kisses her friend on the nose. Starts doing a little bit
1: of like, well, this is what's weird about it is like they get in that argument. Yeah. And then, um, what's the friend's name? It probably
2: doesn't matter, but I think it's Monica. Okay. Monica.
1: Let's go with Monica. We'll say Monica. Monica's in the shower and then, um, Mary Lou slash Vicky um, comes in and just starts slightly hugging her and groping her like it's on the shoulders weird. and kind of like, and then kisses her on the nose and Monica's into it until Vicky kind of goes in for like a heavy hug. Yeah. And I'm like, is a little shower hugging. Okay. Up into a point. Like, can you cross a line? You- before that it was yeah, like yeah, everyone's hugging the in the hell? showers it was so weird because it seemed like Monica was like well this is normal I was like I feel like I'd be very uncomfortable if someone came in and started like gently caressing me as I showered
0: and this is where uh I'm sure listeners will be like oh you're an asshole but I just was like oh maybe that's like a girl thing
1: <laughs> I don't know Maybe <laughs> I don't know what y'all I'm pretty are doing <laughs> sure it's not I'm pretty sure women don't just like what's well, completely okay to be lightly groped in the shower until you get weird with it
0: <laughs> I don't know her friend seemed into it and yes until I, it looked like like Vicky was going to kiss her like on the neck and then she was like what are you doing and then Vicky was like don't you dare push me away from you. Uh, and so then Monica runs away, right? Because Vicky gets like violent. And so she runs and she's like, stop it! And Vicky... And, and Monica looks like she got lost in that locker room. <laughs> yeah. Like well, there was like 90 rows of lockers, but there's probably only like three. But, yeah, the locker room suddenly became like a professional sport locker room. <laughs> and it's substantially bigger than you would imagine a high school locker room being. And Vicky, still completely naked, full frontal. just slowly kind of Michael Myers stalks her. So then, Monica's like, "I got an idea. I'm gonna hide in a locker." Uh, and we, as the uh, audience, are like, "Oh, this might work," because Vicky's kind of just. <laughs> then she looks right at the locker and uses her magic powers to crush poor Monica into Monica stew. She squishes the metallic
2: lockers like they've been crushed by like a. Compression tool, and right? S- b- and at, blood, yeah. And at this point, if we're going by Ghostbuster classification, Mary Lou is a fucking Zool level ghost. Yeah,
0: it's wild. um Also, never mentioned ever again. Like class goes <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, we're prom, still going to have the problem. Yeah. yeah.
2: Two of the students are dead now. One killed on campus.
0: Right. One both they, killed
2: on campus. Oh, yeah. Good point. One
0: yeah. they wrote off as a suicide. I would love to know what their <laughs> yeah. explanation was for crushed locker. <laughs> Look,
1: Bill, she crushed herself. You know it. I know it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> well, what happened? These damn kids. <laughs> uh, so then Vicki goes home.
1: Um, at some point, then, this is kind of where it's a little like jumbled up if you're not like super familiar with it. Um, she goes to the confession confessional and kills the priest because the priest knows Mary Lou is back and right. she basically someone. says
0: the same thing as uh, Mary Lou did in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It's and a he, call back to that. And he's like, I've heard this shit before. Yeah. Um, and, and then he, he
1: goes, and then he, what does he, he catches well, he on. He wouldn't
2: have heard it because he wasn't the priest in the Yeah, 50s. he wasn't the priest. Oh, right. But anyway, <laughs> he,
1: he identifies that like it's Mary, he goes, Mary Lou. And she's like, I'm back, baby. Or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Much. And then she like starts breaking through the confessional, like, like it's made out of balsa wood. And she goes through and he's all like, you can't touch me. I have the power of Christ. And he holds up a crucifix. And she says something like, that
0: doesn't work with me. And stabs him in the eye right, with Right, which well, she's like, here's a secret. There is no God. There's oh, no yeah. angels. And worst of all, which I don't believe, I, I think her ordering's off. But she was, worst of all, there's no wings. I didn't get any wings. <laughs> yeah. And I was all like... I would love if she was talking about chicken wings. Oh, (laughs) that would have been
2: worst of all. um, But (laughs) There's some misconception with people thinking when you die, you turn into an angel, but that's not how that works. Uh, That's a different movie for a different time, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Mary Lou had to make a stop off at church. Yes, She had to cleanse herself of sins and iniquity before she went and committed more. She needed a clean slate. Fair. right?
0: Right. And so at the same time, Ironside is figuring out like okay, I think Mary Lou is uh is back. And yes. so Craig is like, I got to go save my girlfriend. And Billy's like, oh, I can't stop you. All right. So in the
1: movie, about that time, everyone figures out that Vicky's possessed by somebody. Right. Some people know it's Mary Lou. Some people know it's just not Vicky anymore.
0: My man's like, where's my shoe? And Ironside just belts him with that fucking shoe, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And then at some point, we're just to assume that Vicky slash Mary Lou has buried Bud Father Bud Cooper what? inside of her own grave. What did she do with her old body? It's just gone. Yeah, it doesn't really. Oh. Well, she wouldn't. It was burned up. I don't know, man. All <laughs> we are is dust in the wind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Bill goes and digs it up and he finds the priest's body in there. He's like, oh shit, it's really happening. Bud, you stupid idiot. He says something like yeah. that, right? He does a, oh no. And, and I was like, ugh. So
0: he goes and gets a gun. And is like, all right, I'm on a mission to shoot Vicky slash Mary Lou. Right. Gonna, he
2: has no qualms about killing his son's girlfriend. No,
0: they, I don't even think he thinks well, about it for point, one at second. At this point,
2: it's no longer Vicky;
1: it's Mary Lou. So but I'm he, sure in his mind, he's like, "Just makes sense."
0: He doesn't know if he could save her. Maybe they could do an exorcism or something. He's just right away with the shooting.
2: Yeah, he hasn't tried anything yet. No, yeah, I've tried <laughs> nothing and i am
0: all out of ideas.
2: You want to talk about the weird kissing part?
0: <laughs> Have to. It's pretty much the main reason this movie exists. Because
1: no, <laughs> Mary Lou slash Vicky is now on her rocking horse with the human tongue and eyeball sticking out. Like, it's full possession horse also. And she's just rocking on it like, this is normal. And then the dad comes in and is all like, you ready to go to prom? And then she walks up to
0: him and... I, I, did she say something or did she just go straight for the like full tongue kiss? I think on she says kiss? some weird one-liner that is irrelevant and then just, yeah, starts making out heavy heavy petting and dad's just there for it yeah he doesn't push her away he makes he's just like all right he doesn't
1: seem like he's like oh i'm cool with this but he also is not like making any effort to be like yeah this should not be happening and then the mom walks in and she's like
0: what the hell i feel like he's kissing back i don't think he's just being kissed
1: he may have
2: been i just i kind of like was looking at going like uh what the hell is going on here it just felt like he's more like, I, for me, I just took away from it. it was like, I'm just going to let this happen.
1: Yeah, that's good. I didn't seem seemed like seemed him like go back for it, but it was still like. Also even bad then, choice.
0: Like, immediately be like, uh, no. Yeah. Push <laughs> away. Uh, then, so Mary Lou's like, deuces daddy uh, and tries to walk out. And the mom doesn't miss a beat. She's like, you are not going to prom. You're not leaving this house. Well, yeah, she just caught her like daughter French French. and her dad. She's, She's like, like, you harlot. We need... She calls him a harlot. Absolutely. (laughs) He's like, we need some Jesus up in here. Uh, And Mary Lou's like, I ain't got time for that. And just like force pushes her through the door. Yeah, she makes matrixes her right through the door. uh, And walks over her mom uh, to go to prom. And how did she get to prom? Did she walk? I imagine. I don't really think they conveyed how she rode her horse there because she didn't <laughs> go with craig no she okay, went on her I could, own i couldn't
1: remember she went with craig or not no, no Craig's, Craig's all out. fucked up yeah, right he's all messed up
0: he got shooed in the head so he's he's down <laughs> for the count uh, she and goes this is mark's favorite scene the yeah prom. so tell us tell us about prom My Mark' favorite scene oh Who absolutely that? <laughs> i just i just made it your favorite <laughs> scene well, it's on the podcast now it's true
2: uh, well all right well there is some at some point vicky while being possessed by mary lou confronts bill because yes. he's like, Vicky, what's going on? And he, she's like, not Vicky. I'm <laughs> I think Mary Lou now. Boo hoo. And he's like, oh, got to get that gun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. His mind is basically like, I got to get back to the rafters. This is a rafter situation.
2: That's where he knows how to do his business. <laughs> Nothing good us. happens
0: with that man on the catwalk. <laughs> no, what is he doing up there?
2: <laughs> so Josh, the computer guy, he's in the room and he's drinking a beer. Kelly comes in and is like, I really need you to go ahead and fix and cook the books here. I want to be prom queen. God damn it.
0: And like as an adult, I'm like, God, why do you think this matters? But as a kid, it probably, it probably is very important. People think what happens in high school is super important while you're going through it. But now you look back and it's like, I don't even remember who our prom queen was. Well, Kel- yeah. Kelly earlier
1: on went to to Nerdlinger. I can't remember his name. Josh. Josh. Yeah. And was all like, hey, I'll pay you a hundred bucks if you make sure I'm prom queen. And he's like, no. And then she's like, how much? Name your price. And he types something down and she goes, "Ooh, you bastard. Clearly, he was like, you got to fuck me or something like I that. I assume
0: he said blow job cuz that's yeah. what he ends up getting.
1: Yeah, and then like she was like, "Ooh, gross. No." And then now at prom, she she's so desperate to actually have the outcome that she wants. Like Mark said, she goes to meet Josh and is like, "You got to make sure that I'm prom queen." And she goes for it. Yeah. She Josh gets his payment. Yeah, she and does complete while, the job. I like how she puts her banaka down on the table before <laughs> she goes for it. It's like, I'm
2: going to need this. And while he's fixing the the results, he gets fried via <laughs> electricity, via Mary Lou, very, very inexplicably. Yeah,
0: Mary Lou manages, I guess, to shoot lightning from the computer monitor just into Josh's skull um and yeah and his skull is just electrified
2: and she changed the font on the screen to read dead wrong yes like okay uh
0: dead wrong Mm.
1: and that's why i was like what is her power set at this point i was like she can do anything
0: yeah she's got death spot powers aka (laughs) unlimited powers
2: and then while they're crowning uh you know they're announcing the winner on stage kelly comes out there's some scene where her dates like, Hmm, you got any more of that mouthwash or breath mint or yeah, whatever. That was and weird. Like, well, starts
1: making out with her and she's immediately like, get off my mouth and he does not know and it's like, Oh boy, this <laughs> is gonna be awkward.
2: Well, he was a piece of shit anyway. He said something to the effects of I get I drink, I get drunk, what's the problem?
0: Oh yeah, I'm a teenager. <laughs> yeah. It's what I do.
2: <laughs> but yeah, they announced that Vicky is one. So Kelly's blowjob was all for naught.
1: Aww. And her face, I was like, I felt so bad for Kelly. I was all like, first off, this doesn't matter. But second off, her face was like, what? And I was like, ooh. Yeah. Someone give her a hug. (laughs) But if she went
0: uh, and saw, don't worry. Josh didn't have a real happy outcome anyway. That's true. His ending
2: was not happy. Yeah, which we never actually see. uh...
0: No, we never follow up on any of these murders or how they're planning to be explained. Um, But as Vicky's being crowned, uh, principal shooter uh, is in the rafters. (laughs) It just pops her, just shoots her right in the shoulder. No, do the chest. Is it the chest? Yeah, he punches her right
2: to the chest. Kills her. Well, we think he kills her. Doesn't he empty the gun into yeah, her? Yes, he shoots her
1: multiple the times. Whole gun. He's not here to fuck around. <laughs> <her>. He's <laughs> like, pow. And you're like, oh my God, that's happening. And he's like, oh wait, hold on. Pow, pow, pow. And you're like, dude. If you're going to go, go big. That's the Canadian way. And everyone's freaking out. This one, like the prom queen just got shot.
2: Yeah, and they look up and they go, it was Principal Bill. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck?
0: They're just like, like. Surprise! <laughs> it's like clue. It's Bill in the rafters with the pistol.
2: <laughs> Vicky falls over, and then out of Vicky's body, the physical manifestation of Mary Lou is birthed from her chest. Yeah, yeah she like, just bursts out of her chest.
0: Very alien style. So they're, you know, obviously the screenwriters like gotta get a chest burst in there. But this looked awesome, though. When Mary yeah, Lou like came point. out
1: of the chest, like the way she was like burned and like wet and sta- I was like, this is so awesome.
2: It's so cody looking. <laughs> In this whole scene, I got very Carrie esque vibes. Yeah, from. big time. The boyfriend shows up. He wakes up from being beamed in the head by a shoe,
1: right? Because probably, before the chest burster happens, Craig like runs in after she just got shot, and he's like, "No, Vicky, my girlfriend!" And he's like, looks up and he's like, "Dad, how could you?" But yeah, why does she go after Craig? Craig should be
0: heavily concussed right now.
2: I assume like she's just going after the son of the guy who burned her alive she's, or something.
0: I think she's just like on kill on sight moment right now. Right. So she opened her eyes. There was Craig.
2: She's chasing Craig. And at some point they see dead Josh because he, he does his head spin around exorcist uh, move because he's the one who's been talking, talking about exorcist. Blair? The whole oh, the and, time. The,
1: and the Egyptian sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't figure out who that was. Yeah, I was, was like, Josh, who was this? <laughs> the one who got burned alive at the computer, which is a callback because earlier, like in the movie, he's all like, "Ooh, a girl whose head can spin around 360 degrees. I can see the benefits to that. And I was like, I can't. Yeah, I don't understand I was, like, where he's what going What do you expect to happen here? Uh,
0: spoken like a true virgin.
2: <laughs> he's really into blowjobs, okay? He really wants to change up the angle, the, <laughs> or the, the degree. I don't know. But yeah, Craig is getting chased back into the prop room. The chest blasts open and starts sucking him into it. Yeah, that part was weird. Like a portal opens up into like the nether realms. It's a
0: Hoover vacuum.
2: Bill comes in and then he's like, Hey, Mary Lou, I've got your crown here. Let me crown you prom queen and this will all be over. <clears throat> Tiara. okay Jesus but he puts the the puts the tiara on and i think we're supposed to assume it's all good and done right i guess it's like that's what she came for bada bing bada boom and then vicky is somehow alive inside the chest right and real vicky real vicky who i just got plugged (laughs) by the principal
0: yeah so what do you think happened to vicky 2's body does it disintegrate it doesn't matter. It, it does no, not matter.
1: No thought was put into this beyond like, well, we got to bring Vicky back.
0: Right. Uh, unfortunately, apparently not for three. Craig is like, how do I know it's the real you? And then they have, I guess, a stupid little secret inside thing about sugar. And he's like, what do you feel about sugar? And she's like, that stuff will kill you. Which he's is a like, callback to an earlier right. line
2: from the movie. He's but, like,
0: ah, yeah. that's my girl.
2: No, <laughs> Vicky's covered in ectoplasm, too. This yeah, is the only scene where it's like, okay, buddy, you just saw her get plugged on stage. Yeah. I can understand why you're being a little cautious. True. But it's her. Come on.
0: I, I I don't really know how I would react to that. I don't think I'd be like, what's our secret sugar joke? I'd probably be like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening right would now? be like,
2: give daddy some sugar. Principal Bill gets the uh, Craig and Vicky into the car and he's like, I'm going to take y'all home. But then she turn. he turns on the song Mary Lou and well, he he's wearing the- her ring. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. She had possessed <gasps> Bill. She's not, not gone.
0: What a twist. Who saw that coming?
2: Anybody? <laughs> Anybody who saw Nightmare 1? <laughs> right. This is literally the ending of Nightmare yeah. 1. I,
1: I, I, I guarantee you there was a script. This, they tested poorly, and they were like, we got to punch it up. He reached out, probably got some Wes Craven like advice, and then was like, cool. That worked for them. We can make it work for us. But yeah, that ending was so weird because when he crowns... Um, Vicky slash Mary Lou, like with the tiara, her grave blows up in the <laughs> graveyard. Like it explodes, and then like there's a white flash, and I was like, "Did I was like, what just happened here? Like, is she dead? Is she alive? Did she like like did everything reverse back to normal?" And that's when clean Vicky, or well, clean Vicky, air quotes, comes out of the chest, and they have their little shared moment, which I'm sure they'll talk about on their honeymoon. Um,
2: (laughs) You're assuming they're going to live. Yeah, no, they're dead. Mary Lou's going to kill them. Oh, no, they'll all live happily ever after. Bill Lou. It's a... It's horror movies. (laughs) Happily ever after is all they always end. It's a
1: Bride of Chucky type situation. They take a road trip. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, like the ending made no sense to me because like if she possessed Bill, which is what she clearly did is Bill's real body somewhere in that trunk now? No, no. Bill is being worn like a Bill suit. Yeah, but so was Vicky, and Vicky existed in that trunk as a gooey real-life person. <laughs>
2: I think what we need the to... The gooey
1: Vicky sitter.
2: <laughs> I think we just need to realize that there's a lot of stuff in this movie that you can't question or you're going to get stuck in the weeds. 9 yeah. out
0: of 10, baby! <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, this isn't a details movie. All right? This is a, 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 a high-level coaster movie.
2: If I had to theorize, Garrett, I think that the soul of the person that she's been inhabiting is inside the trunk, and then when the physical form dies, you can somehow rebirth yourself with a full, fresh physical body. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. Then take that trunk with you.
1: I feel like that's like your Achilles no, heel. Maybe that's, the, like, that's like when the Wishmaster doesn't keep the jewel with him.
0: The right. trunk is only powered by the school. I think the trunk has to be on school property. It's it's a school trunk. You can't just steal <laughs> school property. Do you think the school was built around the trunk to house it?
2: What if it got transferred to another school?
0: Oh yeah, anywhere in the school district is probably any,
2: fine. any school district. Yeah, it, it needs to be on school property to get power.
0: Would be a lot darker if it was an elementary school. So Ooh. hopefully you keep it in no, a high school. I'm out. Uh, um, but, um, yes, I think any school,
1: I if, prefer my high school stu- schools to be 40 plus. Okay? Let me tell you what,
0: even if they film this movie at an elementary school, they'd all be 40 years old, <laughs> <laughs> they'd be 40 year old fifth graders.
2: I've been in fifth grade for 25 years. <laughs> well, I would highly recommend this one. It's a lot of fun. It's entertaining. Just don't question its motives. Just enjoy it. Didn't Joe Bob
1: do this on drive in? Yeah, he did. Hmm, there you did go. Do you have any cool information about it or? I forget. watch the show and you'll find out oh that's right it's streaming on Shudder not
2: anymore that episode has been removed really? yeah I think as Shudder loses rights to those movies they pull the episodes down but that was the last episode they did of season one and Darcy dressed up as uh, Mary Lou oh that's pretty cool but yeah well it may be uh,
0: removed from Shudder but it's not removed from the internet
2: it's still out there you can find it I like this movie um, nine out of ten, maybe a little generous, John. I'd probably rein it in a little bit. Maybe say 7.5 out of 10.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, you're right. It is no leprechaun, so. Oh, come on. <laughs> I've got to save the vaunted nines for uh, Leprechaun 4 or better movies. Uh.
1: I'd kick it around to seven also, Mark, just yep. because I feel like it's entertaining. It's got like the 80s fun. But at the same time, there's some fucking weirdness in this movie that you're just like, oh, wait, what? That's what I loved about it. And you just have to... But you didn't like Desperate. I this know. Is whole,
0: this is a whole off-air conversation that you have un- to have, John. I don't understand it any more than you do. I will <laughs> tell you, I knew right away I was going to like this movie because it opens with the world's most 80s video company logo I've ever oh, seen the in crystals? my life. Yeah, yes. was great. I was like, wait, is this part of the movie?
1: <laughs> and was, then the crystal cracked.
0: It was. I was like, I wish... this. this. This was in front of every movie I watched. Um, I'm going to give it, you know, I'll go 7.5. Realistically, that's where I'll give it as well.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, listeners, you can go find it on Amazon Prime at the time of airing. Don't watch it on IMDb TV. Don't let Siri trick you, listeners. Yeah, it's worth a watch. It was possessed by Mary Lou. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know what you think about Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2. Also, you can find more Grave Talk content at www.thegravetalk.com. Hit us up on our social media. We already got a Twitter, an Instagram, and a Facebook page. Let us know what you think about the movie. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.